Say you, Clem. Oh, that's me, Coach. How's it going? Oh, boy. It's good to hear your voice. I'll tell you what. It's great to be here. Now, am I picking up on a little southern a little southern twang, a little southern draw? I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to be honest with you. Today at work, I started talking, and I literally, because everybody I talk to now has this twang, and every and I literally caught myself. I'm like, Nolan, like, come on. You've been, it's, I know been, it. it's been five days, brother. It's been I know five it. Days. But I, I can already tell the Southeast Mass is almost turning into a little bit of a, of, of a twang. It's gone. It's completely gone. I just, um, <laughs> I'm a hillbilly now, bro. <laughs> um, I don't know. Did you want to wait to see if any of the other uh, boys joined, or did we just want to get going? I guess we'll just get going and see if they hop in. I mean, it sounds like Hawk's not going to join. <laughs> I mean, that sounded kinda... like Hawk's definitely not going to join. And Tony gave a real ambiguous answer. I didn't know which way that was leaning either way. I thought yes, but if he doesn't come on, I wouldn't be shocked either. I thought yes too, but we did say six shark. It's and six. If I, all right, it's still six. It is still six, so we'll give him a couple seconds here. Should I send a text? I yeah. I mean, I just don't want to mess up the app. No, I know. I need to know if they're going to be in or not. Yeah. All right. I mean, I guess I guess you can you can try sending a text. I just said, "What's the deal?" I'm gonna we'll, 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 let's give him a thirty second count. And we'll see whether you know Tony. I would expect Tony probably in ten minutes to to hop in. Just somehow join halfway through. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hawk's yeah. not coming. Hawk's not coming. Yeah, he's got he's got streaming. That's if six. anyone's listening to this, uh, you know, go follow Jayhawk streaming. Um, I don't really know what he plays on there anymore. I don't really have the time. I, I don't have Facebook, so I mean, I I, I yeah. retweet and I like all the stuff, but I just don't have Facebook, so it's yeah. Like, you know, well, that, makes it, that makes it quite difficult. Yeah. I always, I always said to him, I was like, you know, why are you on Facebook? And he said, well, because no one's on Facebook. And I said, well, <laughs> I said, well, <laughs> it's because it's all old people. <laughs> I mean, uh, I'm, uh, he might actually, hold on, I'm going to look this up. He might actually not be on there anymore. I think he started some new thing while you were on oh, vacation. Oh, is that true? Hold on. Well, that, that's news. Uh, oh no! His title is still Facebook Dash okay. Jayhawk Gaming. Um, yeah, that's right. Because I, I saw him. No, on yes, Facebook he is. I knew night. it. I knew it. I knew it. He's on Streamlabs. Now, what's that? Is that uh? Beats that me. Offset's new thing. Beats. <laughs> Wait, Offset has a thing. I don't. Yeah, even know Offset that. was trying to get in like a, a streaming company. <laughs> Offset wanted to run it. He said there's so much money out there. He he wants to run a streaming, Listen, streaming service. I don't know if it's Offset. But <laughs> that would Hawk, be so, that would be so knowing funny, Hawk, dude. Knowing it's Hawk, definitely it's, offset. It. <laughs> Def- it's definitely offsets. Let me Google this. We have Google. Let me Google this. <laughs> yeah, and we gave Tony another two minutes. So all right, then we're gonna get started. We should probably talk about what the name of this podcast is. Very informal opening. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, hey, welcome everyone. Sorry about that. You're gonna get that a lot, kind of with us. Um, but this is Coach and the Clam. Uh, my name is is Coach and. Uh, Clam, why don't, you, why don't you introduce yourself and tell them a little about what, what we uh, got going on here. Hey, I'm the Clam. Um, some of you might know me from my Minifan fame. Some of you might know me from Southeast Mass or Western Massachusetts. And newly, some of you might know me from uh, Naples, Florida. So I've kind of been all around the world. I'd say so, yeah. I mean, at this point, there, there's not much left to cover. I think, did you also, uh, up in... Uh... Where where else uh, where would you and your your father go on road trips? Where was that? What do you mean we've been all over? 
Yeah, Pigeon, yeah. Uh, I mean, I've been down to uh, Pigeon Forge, Tennessee, which is a beautiful place. <laughs> I've been to Dollywood. Been, <laughs> been, been to Nashville. Um, been out to uh, upstate New York. Uh, I've I've been all over with my father on road trips, but um, also uh, probably Pigeon Forge, Tennessee, is what you're thinking of. Yeah, and well, what I what I was trying to get at is we know what we're talking about. We've all traveled the world. We've seen different points of view. We've seen different cultures. Um, so you know we're going to get into some, some different stuff on this podcast. I really don't have one specific topic that we're going to just nail on. Um, I, th- I think we're going to get into a lot of, you know, world affairs. I think we're going to get into our own lives a little bit. Um, is that sound about right for you? I would consider us some of the most credentialed people in the world to discuss world topics. I, at least. Yeah. I, I couldn't think of anyone more qualified. I agree. But <clears throat> so anyway, Let's get right into it. Clam, big life changes for you recently. With the move from Western Massachusetts down to sunny Naples, Florida. Tell us about the process of going from from different sides of the world, for Christ's sake. Emotional. I'll, yeah. I'll say that. It was very emotional. You know, it was tough. Uh, only child that, as I am. You know, it was tough on everybody. Um, but uh, it was something that had to be done. And, uh, and it's only been five days now, but it's been the best five days of my life. Um, stress levels, that. stress levels for me usually sit at a nine out of 10. Um, we have them down to a six out of 10 down here. Jeez. It's, Are it's you been, really that low? Honestly, honest to God, it's been great. You know, I'm working a new job. Jobs, j- job's been great. You know what I'm saying? The job's been great trying to, uh, figure some more stuff out on the side. We'll dive into later. But, um, you know, at, at the end of the day, I leave work at three o'clock and I'm either at the beach or I'm at a happy hour at a bar. And yeah, hey, uh, that sounds unbelievable. It's been just it's been this experience or I walk out into my backyard and I go fishing. So it's like one of those things where it's just it's been absolutely fantastic. Um, I'm, I'm very excited to be here. I think it's only going to get better and uh, we'll see. But I mean, it's I'm ecstatic down here. I recommend it's 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 tough to move away. I think some people hard. I've had I had kind of an easier situation where I had a place to live down here. So it made it a little easier. But man, let me tell you, 10 out of 10, 10 out of 10. Wow. End it. How about that? I mean, now, let me just say this, not to sound racist or anything. I have a great relationship with the Portuguese community. I grew up with them. Um, but every Portuguese man I've ever met hates airplanes. Correct. You are no different. Correct. So how was that drive? Did you ever get second thoughts on that drive? I mean, that's that's a long drive. I would say if I didn't make the drive, um, I wouldn't be here. Uh, the drive was it was spiritual. And I think we'll go into your spiritual quest. I had a spiritual drive. And as everybody knows me, um, I love to be behind the wheel. I could go cross country all day. I should have been a trucker. In a, you know, in, a, in a, you know, in another life, I'll, I'll be a trucker. But man, let me tell you, it was an enjoyable ride. Um, hit no traffic. It was beautiful. I saw so many places that I would love to go back and see and really stop and explore. And um, I, I, honestly, and obviously, it's a long, it's a, it's a long time. I'll never take. It a plane. is a long time, huh? I'll never take a plane again unless I have to. I'll tell you that. How I long mean, did it take you from start to finish? Okay, so I left at five a.m. on um, Thursday, yeah. and I got here at four p.m. on Friday. So I mean, it took you. So you must have drove almost straight through, huh? Yeah, I I took a I stopped driving Thursday at like six or seven in uh, North Carolina, and then I just booked it the rest of the way down. So it took oh, me like thirty six yeah. hours. It was a twenty two hour trip. It took me thirty six. 
Yeah. So. I mean, Jesus Christ. <laughs> now, was there any favorite spot that you that you drove through? Is there any place where you say, yeah. hey, I could retire there? Yeah, there's this place in South Carolina. I gotta look it up. I don't even know. I I, I wrote it down. I had this. I had this uh, pen and paper that I actually have to find that I kept on my way, and I kept <laughs> writing down uh, destinations to stop at. There's this. There's this little lake in South Carolina. I shouldn't say a little lake. It's a big lake. What a beautiful place it was. Palm trees swinging. Oh, just like you could tell, there was like on on the water at the time when I drove by. There was like houseboats out there. It was unbelievable. This place in South Carolina is gorgeous, absolutely gorgeous. That's what I gotta find. That's my uh, that's the end goal when I become a millionaire at the end of all this. So South Carolina is gonna be where it's at. Yeah, I mean, I'm not a big fan of like the Carolinas. I thought, but when I drove through, I loved the Carolinas. And I'll say this: Georgia was beautiful. I don't know if I'd live in Georgia, but Georgia was beautiful. Like just the trees and the way it is there beautiful place i mean the whole south i mean from virginia down the the back half of virginia was tough was a real tough drive i'll say that but the rest of the way was gorgeous yeah i mean i'm a big virginia guy as you know i have uh my own little place down in the the valley shenandoah yeah and uh i mean no one gets in no one gets out it's that kind of place and that's where i find myself you know once a year i'll go there and really just kind of be one with nature I stopped somewhere in Virginia, Tim, and I, I don't know. And I know you were on the trip, so you might not have heard this, but for other people who heard the other podcast, um, I saw more trash. People who were unshowered, people who had those, um, what are those things called? Monroes. I had to look it up. My last <laughs> podcast, you know. I saw more Monroes in my 10-minute gas Wendy's trip than I've seen in my entire life. It was incredible. That's why Virginia put a real sour taste in my mouth. I can't think of the name of it. It was like this, there's a town in Connecticut named the same thing. Stafford, maybe? Maybe Stafford? I don't know. Oh, is, it it, is that what it was, Stafford? It might. I might be making that up. But, man, these people were gross. <laughs> well, dude, like I said, so I went um, – so I go down there. We – we ventured out of the, the little area that I usually go to, and we yep. went into this town. And, I mean, this town is literally – you've seen movies about it. It's like 25 people in the fucking thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On the bottom of the menus, we walk into this diner. The lady can't speak English. She's speaking, like, southern something, but I can't understand a word she's saying. She it hands me the menu. On the bottom of the menu, it said, two people died for your freedom. The uh, Jesus Christ and the American soldier is <laughs> that kind of place. And, and dude, the lady hands me, I, I, I can't make this up, hands me her cracked ass cell phone. It was like an iPhone four <laughs> and on it was playing Kevin Gates. I got two phones. I'm not even kidding you. She was a huge Kevin Gates wait fan. Minute. Apparently. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. She handed you her phone to show you that she was listening. It was on that. YouTube. It was on Kevin <laughs> Gates YouTube. I'm not even kidding you. And she she talked to me about Kevin Gates or something. Well, I, I, mean, like, you, I, I don't know what that's about. So the three I, the three staples of America: Jesus Christ, the American troops, so, and Kevin Gates. And Kevin I mean, Gates, come on. dude, unbelievable. And I was like, <laughs> man, I'm never coming here again. <laughs> you got to be real careful. It's so different, and I mean. For me, I know you've traveled a lot. My travels have been basically to New England. I haven't traveled a ton. But, man, as soon as I hit, as soon as you hit the tip of Virginia, I'd say as soon as you get through, like, you kind of – right through D.C. is where I would say life changes quickly on you. And that's when I knew um, things were going to be different. It really does. And and dare I say, you with that little mustache, you're almost in danger in some spots. They'll They'll mistake that Portuguese mustache for – you know, a Latino mustache. And at that point, they, you're not welcome around those parts. 
I got to a point where I didn't see a Portuguese person for about 1,200 miles. <laughs> Do you have any Portuguese down there? I haven't seen a one. I haven't even seen one that I could look at and say maybe. You know what I'm wow. saying? I think I think I'm the like kind of like the last of the Mohegans. I'm the last of the Portuguese <laughs> down here. I'm almost surprised, especially with like, uh, you know, the people are outside and that skin. You know, everyone's kind of tanned down there, I'm assuming. No, I mean, it's clearly either Spanish or some kind of Italian or European. And then it's and then it's me, the last of the Portuguese. I'm the telling you, there's not. <laughs> well, that's an idea. Hey, I need you to write that one down. Oh, I got it written we're, down. We're going no, to actually have to cancel this podcast because I don't want anyone stealing that idea. <laughs> the last of the Portuguese. <laughs> so, Tim, the. Let's talk about your cruise. You had a little spiritual journey. I'd love to hear a little more about it. I'm sure the people would love to hear about it. You know, so let me take my time with this because it was life changing. And I, I now in 2020, I am not the man I was in 2010 leading up to 2019. I really am different. So, uh, you know, where I really, you know, I got on the cruise, you know, you're eating, you're drinking, you're having a good time, you're dancing. Um, I go to Jamaica and I go to this place called the Blue Hole in Jamaica. And it's this, it's straight out of a movie. It's in the jungle. You got a waterfall coming down, blue, 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 like light blue water, like just yeah. with like holes in the earth. There's cliffs everywhere. So they start you off. You're, you're with a Jamaican guy. They start you off. Uh, you know, you jump in on a little one, you jump in on a little bit of a bigger one. Then you jump in the climax is you jump in off a 14 foot ledge. Jeez. So I did that and that was fun. And then no. the guy looks at me and he says, yeah, not a lot of people do it, but you can go over to that one. That's a 30-footer, you know. But, hey, look, you got to jump to the right here, and he points at it. So this is dangerous. I wasn't thinking of that at the time. This is this is a very dangerous thing to do. Now, I hate to cut you off, but people don't know. You're not a water guy. Like, you don't go water. in the water. Yeah, don't know you don't how to swim. swim. You don't go in the water. Don't do water. Don't know how to swim. Uh, th- so this, yeah, you're right. I should have mentioned that. This is kind of a big deal for it's- me. It's like this is like when I saw when you told me and then I saw the pictures, I gasped audibly because yeah. not because even the jump, the jump itself is, is, is a big feat. But the fact that, you know, we used to do pool workouts in college and you wouldn't even really go in the pool. No, you know I'm, I'm allergic. Like, to chlorine. No water. Yeah. Can't no water. It. No water. You so, know, a, a terrible fear of drowning, too. I, I can't think of a worse way to go out. Maybe burning. It's supposed what to be peaceful. Think? Yeah, it's, it's supposed to be peaceful. No, right? they I mean, say that to you, but there's no chance. Have you ever been, like, almost out of breath underwater and, like, you're good. begging yeah, to get up? Good. Dude, imagine taking in just a just gulping in water and that's it. That can't be peaceful. They're full I would of say I would say burning, but burning is such a cool way to go. You know what I'm saying? Especially if it's on video. If you could get me on video burning the death, it would kind of be like a, a an, an instant classic gif, I think, is just me burning on fire. You know what I'm saying? I know that may be a little dark, but I don't know. Maybe. Well, maybe. honestly, if we're going to go there, the, the most badass people in the world, the most mentally tough people to ever exist are those monks that self-immolate, that yes. light themselves on fire just meditating. Yep. Dude, I mean, if you ever see people watching at home, if you ever look up pictures of a of a monk self immolating, it is unbelievable. They don't move a muscle. They're on fire from head to toe, and they don't move a fucking muscle. That's so. Those are those are pretty crazy people. But yeah, I so I anyway. Sorry to get off topic. So uh, I hate drowning, hate water. So the guy says, "Listen, jump to the right, don't miss." So I say, "Great." And let me tell you, Nolan, I jumped and I just let everything go. You know, I left everything behind me and, and 
that's a long jump. Every you're like, where's the water? When's the water gonna hit? And it doesn't, and it doesn't, and it doesn't, and then finally it hits, and then you realize, I did it. You know, I did it. So you have kind of this, this, this accomplishment that you've done, and and you say, hey, if I can do that, I can do anything. You know, and not to get motivational here, but that's that's how that felt for me. Have you ever had a moment like that? I mean, I can only really imagine. Um... I mean, I've I've jumped off the bridge on Martha's Vineyard about four million times, and that's probably like an eight, nine, ten foot. I mean, I'd say ten foot jump, and you're in the air forever. A thirty foot jump is it's it's gonna be it's literally gonna be spiritual. I, I I can't say I've ever really done anything that crazy like that, and I am jealous of it. I, mean, I guess I've been searching for that and chasing that. I guess. You well, know? dare I say, the sport of you know adventure is in is, a different way, in a different, in a different way, way, way. But yes, I agree. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I agree. So, uh, so that was Jamaica. So that was part one of, you know, me finding the new me. Um, so we head to Mexico and I'm at Playa del Carmen. Now they got these, they call them cenotes. They're uh, cave, uh, underground cave uh, yeah. rivers kind of thing. So they're rainwater and they're super clear. But before that, I go to the middle of the jungle uh, and I do this thing called the mezcala or something like that. Now, when you say jungle, what, like, do you mean, like, the jungle jungle? Like, the, like, like, like when I tell you there's monkeys swinging from trees above me, there's monkeys swinging from trees. I got a picture I mean, of one. It sounds almost fake to me. You know, I've, I've, this is, this is the farthest I've ever gone. I've never even been out west anywhere. I've traveled, but not really traveled. I can't even fathom what a jungle looks like in, is, my, in my, in my eyes. It is the most beautiful but terrifying place in the world like dude there i saw some bugs like they, they had these bugs that are related to scorpions and dude, it, it terrible terrible so everything's trying to kill you down there you know what i mean yeah so uh so i go to the this mayan shaman and he he gets us he blesses us and blah 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 and then he sends you into this igloo type thing so it's imagine a k uh, a clay igloo uh wrapped around right it's very small so you can only fit about four or five people in there all right yep they bring in a bunch of these massive boulders of coal to throw them in these these coals are on fire and then they lock you in so they put a door in front of it so it's pitch black in there right oh we got tony <laughs> he's honking he's honking hey. is he in the car no no, no almost all right well don't talk for two seconds tim's finishing something up but go ahead Tim. so anyway this lady, this Mayan uh, medicine woman, comes in, starts putting medicine on the on the coals, and it starts smoking and steaming. Right? She starts singing the. Now you can't see a thing. You're, you're everyone's peaceful. It's it's like 150 degrees in there. It burns your nostrils just to breathe, and you just have to tell yourself, relax, be calm, relax. And all of a sudden, shop. I'll tell you this. I left my body. Time did not exist. <laughs> there was no place. It was just my soul. And it told me all these things that, you know, I don't want to share on the podcast because, you know, it's Private. a little much. Anthony, but, can we stop making so much noise in the middle of this spiritual moment? Imagine that. See, that's a guy that doesn't get spirit. No, he doesn't. But, uh, you know, I could have been in there for three hours or 30 minutes. I really couldn't tell you. Um, <laughs> but when I left, they pour cold water over you right when you get out. Yeah. And and when I came, when I got that cold water poured over me and I came back to Earth, I, I, I changed. I changed forever. 
it sounds like just an experience that I couldn't even fathom. Like, I don't even know how to say it. Like I said, the jungle part alone, I can't even imagine what a jungle looks like. It is just, it's absolutely incredible. Unbelievable. Just lush green with monkeys flying all over the place. Crazy, ugly birds. I hated the birds. and Oh, I hate birds. They follow me. I, yeah. had, a duck, I had a duck follow me in a pool in Disney once for like six straight hours. <laughs> Forget it. it. Forget it. You can't, you can't tell what they're doing. <laughs> Soulless creature. Yeah, really. But hey, well, Tony, welcome. Sorry to interrupt like that. Oh, no, 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 no. Hey, it, it is what it is, Tony. We're we're learning. We're on the go here. That's right. So how we been, Tony? Oh, uh, I've been great up until Sunday. Got back from vacation. You got real sick. Oh, that too. Yeah, I got pretty sick on vacation. Oh. You know. That too. <laughs> that too. Yeah. It's really, so, really so, well to, for everyone at home. Uh, this is Tony, our good, our good, good friend. Uh, Tony's a big ideas guy. He's, he's he's got a lot of knowledge. He has a lot of interesting insight. That's a lot different than Nolan and myself. Very different. Um, very different, but still very uh, interesting to listen to. Tony also went on a trip. So Tony, why don't you tell us about this trip? Yeah, I went to Disney World, and that was you know one of the <laughs> most magical times of my life. Wow, how about? <laughs> So who'd you go with? Uh, my whole family. There's like seven of us that went. Oh wow! So yeah, it's so incredible. At Disney, what what was your favorite place? Kingdom by far the best place. Um, the Avatar World there is just amazing. So many colors. You know, I felt like I was in the jungle. It was just it was just crazy. I mean, the ride- this, is, this I hate to cut you off, but this is the difference here, Tim. You know, I make a big life move, change my whole life, move down to Naples. You have a spiritual journey. Uh, in the jungle where you you know you, you you're smoking this stuff and all this crazy stuff happens jumping <laughs> off a cliff and tony goes to disney world <laughs> you know what I'm saying? like how old are we here you know what i'm saying <laughs> did you just win in a, a, a adult league championship tony <laughs> there's just there's, there's you can't put an age on disney it's just it's for everybody so so sorry to cut you off tony so uh, animal kingdom i haven't been to disney just a disclaimer i haven't been to real disney since probably I was six years old, so it's been it's been quite the time. <laughs> oh, it's you know it's changed. I went when I was thirteen. It's changed so much, so many, so much. Epcot is a great place if you want to get your drink on. Try drinks all across the world. You know. Now, did you do it? Did you do the drinks? Uh, I got through about half, and then I. That's when I started to get sick. <laughs> oh, oh no! Wait, yeah. so did, were you just? too drunk tony or were no you know, no no it was legit legit the flu i i it came on a new year's eve night and uh i just you know i was starting to pass out but my family just kept moving so i had to keep the legs churning and i wasn't i wasn't there like my mind was not there i was just like a walking zombie did you almost get yourself so excited that you made yourself sick is that that's kind of what i'm picking up here. <laughs> you got so excited it was too much <laughs> i was the only one that got sick so maybe Wait, so you had the flu, but you were the only one that got sick? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, now, 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 everybody's, now everybody's starting to get sick now that we're back. So I think my immune system is more advanced. I'm more advanced as a human. No, that it's would mean, that would mean you're less it. advanced. That would mean you're less advanced. You, you, you were patient zero, <laughs> you idiot. I might be patient zero of the goddamn flu. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they, listen, let him think whatever he wants to think, Noel. I mean, I don't know. It's an interesting idea. What a hot start. I got the podcast. first, so I'm more advanced. 
he comes in he comes in, in the middle of a segment with a, with, with, with a fucking car horn honking and then he's beeping. About he's beeping at someone in an intersection. <laughs> Coughing. I'm Don't gonna get that guy over it, Tony. No, I still got some type of thing going on. I'm coughing like a mofo. <laughs> Walking pneumonia, probably. It could be. It could be. <laughs> so, so back to Disney World. So you, you're there for New Year's? Yeah, I was there second day after Christmas till past New Year's. Wow. So tell me about, uh, you know, New Year's Eve. What, what did you guys do? So you started uh, getting the flu that night? Yeah, we split up. Uh, went to all the different countries. Um, let me tell you, the Italians and the Chinese, they 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 know how to party. Wow, it was just it was just that much better than everybody else's. The Chinese, I'm almost surprised to hear that. Oh yeah, the Chinese were throwing down. It was crazy. I couldn't even. Don't hang. they celebrate a different New Year? Yeah, I mean, I think they were. So, uh, you're right, they do. But... <laughs> But for some reason, they're celebrating like the, the actual so like, U.S. Sick. He was so sick; he thought it was the Chinese. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it was bad. Those dragons floating around everywhere. If that wasn't real, then we're in trouble. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that is trouble. So, where'd you see? Uh, where, where, where did you bring in the New Year? What, what part were you at? Um, I was on the other side of the lake, where there was less people, so I could watch the fireworks and all that. You know, were you with your girlfriend? Uh, may or may not have been. She might have been there. I don't know if she even exists. But oh, jeez, Tony, no, what are we doing? Like, who's gonna hear this, Tony? <laughs> Tony, we're gonna get we're gonna get fifteen listens, bro. Like, I know. Who? What are you talking about? The minute fans are the only ones that are gonna hear this. <laughs> oh my Dude, god, Tony. So, so did you give get a a, a New Year's kiss, Tony? Oh yeah, it was a quick peck. Yeah, because you had the flu. So you gave uh, your girlfriend knowingly gave your girlfriend the flu. She's fine. Hmm. Yeah, Cuz she's a she's a dirty dirty girl as why. She's fine. <laughs> Send the link to Tony's girlfriend right to her. <laughs> Tony, we're never going to have you back on. We had to, I thought we had a good podcast going in and we we, we've derailed for the last seven minutes of this podcast. It's gone. That's what, you, that's what you get with me. You know, you get off the rails for a little bit and then you get back on track. So, All right, Tony. How's Nate? Yeah. I'm going to cut you off. Before we lose you here, before we, we uh, kick you off, I, I, I have to ask you. Um, we haven't really gotten into serious topics yet. But I think this is a good time better than ever, Tim. What do you think? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Perfect. Um, I'd love to hear your thoughts on the Iran crisis. Um, I think you put it perfectly the other day when you said that, uh, you know, Iran, they're just like a little little mosquito trying to get our attention. I'm not too worried about it. I don't believe that's yeah. what I said, but okay. But your exact words were, it's me when I tweet at LeBron looking for attention. Correct. Yeah, and that's... So, you're, so now, Tony, you're essentially calling the clam a mosquito? Uh, well, when he tweets at LeBron. But I'm I'm behind... Chi boy and all his, all his, uh, whatever he stands for. Wait, so I'm a mosquito or you stand behind me? Which one is it? I stand behind you. So I'm, the, so I'm not, a, not a, so I'm not a mosquito. No. <laughs> Thank you. So, so you have, you're not too concerned about Iran? I am not concerned about Iran. I'm more concerned about global warming. 
<laughs> well, Christ, Australia's burning. The world know, is right? on fire. <laughs> Between Australia and Amazon, like a few months ago, you know, Italy's flooding. It's just... Yeah, it's, it's fucking going to shit. And no one cares. No I know. No one that's... cares. We got people on, on Twitter saying that climate change isn't real. I was just... Dude, the world's on fire. Yeah, but I think, I mean, I, I think I might be one of those people, is what I'm about to say, is <laughs> I, I think climate change is real, but I think I think it's, like, been happening forever. Like, I just think it's just, you just goes in patterns. Like, I think, I don't know, I just think climate change is going to continue to keep happening, and it's going to keep changing and keep changing. It's never going to stay the same. Like, I don't think you can't, you can't expect the weather in Massachusetts to be the same now than it's going to be in 100 years. You just can't. Oh, you're right about that. It's just, I feel like it's ex- it's accelerating faster. Because no, it's not. Sport. It's not. It's because there's social media, so you know this was happening. 50 years ago, you would have heard Australia was burned on the news once on the 6 o'clock news. Now you hear it 24-7. That's the difference in my eyes. Well, I, I, I can actually, surprisingly, I didn't think you were going to go there, Noel. Uh, the climate change thing I disagree with you on, but a lot of the bullshit that's going on, I think you just hit the nail on the head. Social media, everyone has so much access to every single little thing that's going on in the world that, you know, it, it's kind of we're in kind of uncharted territory at this point. You know what I mean? Whereas a lot of a lot of bullshit you wouldn't have heard about before now is in your face all the time, 24 seven. Yeah, before you only heard stuff legitimately on the six o'clock news, like you turn on the news. That's the only time you ever get to hear news. Now you hear news 24 seven, it's a 24 seven news cycle and it just changes everything. So sure, I think climate change is happening, but I think it's always been happening. That's my opinion. Yeah, I, uh, I don't think I, just, I, just I think... trust the scientists more than anyone. You know what I mean? Yeah. So if the scientists tell me, hey, this is what's going on, then yeah, I, I trust them. So, you know, do I do I trust you know, some, some yeah. bullshit politician that's never taken a science class in his life? Or do I trust the fucking majority of scientists? You know what I mean? But how do that, you know, that's where I stand. How do you know who to listen to? Because even with this Iran crisis, you, you, you hear one side, every half the side's blaming Trump. The other side's saying that this guy was a legit terrorist. How do you even know what's real and what's not real anymore? You can't. It's impossible. For the average person, there's no way to know what's fact and what's not fact anymore because there's so many lies out there from from everywhere not just saying one side or the other this lies everywhere you don't you like how are you supposed to be able to tell what's real and what's so, not real the only thing i disagree with what you just said is you were right about you know trump you know and that and that stuff kind of subjective things um but with science science is conclusive there is no debating science do you not understand what i'm saying no i get what you're saying but how do you but like i mean i've so was that a fart tony no. Did we lose yet? <laughs> I know you're sick. I know you're sick, so if you farted, nobody cared, but it sounded like there was a fart. If I fart, you'll know it. Yeah, I'll but smell it. L- let me put it this way. Let me kind of have a smooth segue here. Let me put it this way. Ricky Gervais said it so well, and I, I couldn't, you know, I, I couldn't have said it better myself. When it comes down to science, in this case, he was talking about religion. <laughs> that was a fart. I'm sorry. That, that was a fart. Is that Tony? That's a fart. Someone's... Tony. I, I'm not farting. Somebody is farting. Pop, are you farting? Yeah, it could be. Chip. How could I hear it? I can hear it over my right. phone. Right, I can hear it loud and clear. So if me and Tim can both hear it, then Ant, you are farting. Tim's hear that is Tony. That's what I said. <laughs> <laughs> He's sick. What are you guys talking He's about? He's sick. He's sick. Tony, wait till you listen to this back, my man. <laughs> I, I can't hear it. Exactly. I know. I know. 
<laughs> I'm oh, sorry, so what, Tim. Go ahead. But Ricky, what was I saying? Ricky. Oh, Ricky Gervais said it best. Now, in this case, he's talking about science versus religion. He says if you burn every single religious holy book, right? If you burn them all, right? Mm-hmm. In a thousand years, not one of those is going to come back the same way it was there. Correct. Right? But if you burn every science textbook, right? Every single science textbook in a thousand years, they're all going to be back because science is true. Do you understand what I'm saying? No, it's a they, valid it's point. Tested, it's proven. You know what I mean? So that's why, you know, when you're talking about a lot of, you know, you know, science-based stuff, you, you got to side with the scientists. No, I can't disagree with that. I mean, I agree with what you're saying. I'm just saying I don't even know what's true and what's not true anymore. I'm not that smart. I'm not smart enough to know who's a real scientist and a fake scientist. I just can't figure it out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's fake news, man. It, it's real. It's real. It's scary. It, it's crazy. But, you know, kind of moving from that, what did you guys think about Ricky Gervais just crushing crushing Hollywood the other night. Absolutely. Oh, that was amazing. <laughs> Absolutely fantastic. I love the people that were calling him racist and saying that he's a Trump supporter because of it. You know what I'm saying? Like he's wicked left wing. Like he's he's a left wing guy. And they were all claiming he was like a, a conservative Trump Uh-oh, supporter that's a racist. Everybody. Oh, there we oh, go. Can back. you not hear us? No, we're back. I just don't even understand. I didn't call him racist and or call him like a Trump supporter, which is ridiculous, dude. It was ridiculous. the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. It was so funny, dude. It was absolutely – dude, and like one of the things that wasn't even that edgy, when he called What's-His-Face Baby Yoda, dude, I was screaming, dude. Pesci? God, joke. When he called Baby Yoda. Pesci, Baby Yoda, I was screaming. And then, and then dude, my favorite joke of them all, I know I'm, I'm gushing. I've been gushing over this for, for a couple of days now, but when he was talking about Leo and his date being too old after the three hours. After the, after the movie – Oh Dude. my god! And Leo, that was Leo my favorite even joke. Come on, Leo's laughing. He knows it's funny. He gets it. He's not a dumbass like all these other people. People booing and people saying, "Oh, this is ridiculous and not right." Get over yourselves. It was hysterical. It was nobody will ever be better than that on that stage. It's impossible to be good on that stage, and he did it. Come on, dude. It is. You're right. It's impossible to be good on one of those shows, and he did it, dude. He and he's hosted before, and he was just like fine. He was whatever. But this time, dude, he really said it at the beginning he didn't care. And he didn't give a fuck. <laughs> Dude, it was so good. It was absolutely unbelievably good. Tony, what do you think? I think it needed to be done finally, you know. Someone with a voice finally said, stood up to those Hollywood people. But... Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think we're at a cultural shift here again where, you know, you saw in the last, like, five years people got overly sensitive. I think we're starting to realize, hey, there's a time to be sensitive, but there's a time for jokes. And they're, they're, you know, toughen up. You know what I mean? I think we can be, we're starting to become a little more selective with which ones, you know, to kind of be soft about, in my opinion. I don't know if you feel the same way, Clam. No, I mean, I agree. I mean, even if you just go online anywhere and like, if you go on anywhere, if you say one thing, you're racist. No matter what you do, no matter what you say, you're racist. If you don't agree with everybody else, well, I shouldn't say everybody else. If you don't agree with the, the blue check mark squad, the brigade then you're racist. It's absolutely unbelievable. You could be talking, I could be talking baseball and say something about Garrett Cole and then I'd be racist. Or I could say <laughs> something freaking about a Jose Altuve and I'm racist. It doesn't matter. You can, no matter what you say now, you're racist. It's, it's yeah, unbelievable it's, it's a, that you can say that. It's crazy. Any, anytime you look at Lamar Jackson, if you don't think that he's good, which I think he's great, 
<laughs> if you don't agree with, if you don't think that he's good, you're racist. Dude, it, it makes no sense. You, you can't have an opinion. You're not allowed to say that you think Lamar Jackson had an unbelievable season and should be the MVP, but you don't think he's going to be a good quarterback long term. If not, you're a racist and should be put in prison, which is unbelievable. Yeah. Dude. yeah I mean, <laughs> especially Lamar Jackson, you can't say he's not good now. I mean, he is unbelievable. He is. Michael Vick times 10. He, he oh, he's is, fun to watch. Dude, he's unbelievable. I've never seen anything like it. But you've seen it time and time again with guys that have a similar play style. They get hurt. They just take too many hits. And they, they don't get hurt win. Football. They don't win. They've none, of, none of them have ever won big games in the playoffs, ever. It's never happened. Kaepernick came the closest, and he, he lost in the Super Bowl. Like, they just don't win. They... Cam, Cam Newton, too. You know, he, he got to the Super Bowl. He got smoked. Same, exactly. Right. Yeah, you're right. So it should be a fun, fun little playoffs to watch there. But I'm, I'm more of a Mahomes, a Mahomes guy now, thanks to the truth or Clam himself. Really? Yeah, that's right. You called them. You called uh, Mahomes being good. I was on Mahomes before everybody else was on Mahomes. Mahomes is the best player in the NFL by far, and he's got a chance to be the greatest player ever. He's got to stay healthy. He's got a long way to go. I hate to like hype him up, but from day one, I've been on Mahomes. Same thing with the Greek freak. Who was on the Greek freak first? Tim, coach. Excuse me, coach. Oh Who- yeah. Me, I've been on. Who, who told you Chris Sale was gonna have arm pops? I'm on these things so early, ahead of ahead of my time. But then when it so comes, much, Taylor Swift, so much if ahead. If we want to go, so back, much ahead that you almost forget. I was on Taylor Swift when she was like an opening act for a Tim McGraw <laughs> concert. Okay, and everyone said, "Oh yeah, whatever, whatever." I got the T-shirts to prove it, and now I just look like a. Now everyone's like, "Oh, you're just a bandwagon fan." No, I'm I'm ahead of the curve. That's it. Well, you get it from you get it from your father. Exactly, I really. Your did. father is one of the best eyes for talent I've ever met in my life. <laughs> <laughs> he sees talent, man. That guy needs to be hired by somebody. I don't know who, but that guy needs to be hired by somebody <laughs> because that guy sees talent just raw. I mean, you could have the rawest talent in front of you, and he'll say this is this and this, and he'll be goddamn right. He'll be right every time. Always, Mike Medeiros is a legend. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. All right, I think we're at 37 minutes. I think we should probably wrap it up, no? Yeah, you think so? Yeah, Lee, Tim, you have anything else you want to talk about before we get off? Um, well, uh, my, my closing thoughts, um, not to plug myself, um, but for Christmas, I did get the Regal Unlimited Movie Pass. Oh, yeah. Hey. So uh, I saw Jumanji today. What a, what a fun time. Kevin Hart and The Rock together. I don't care what they're doing. They're just a couple fun guys, um, so I, I've been I've been starting to maybe think about doing some movie reviews. Unfortunately, I really liked Cats. I'll tell you what, I really liked Cats, and oh, everyone hated it. Everyone hated it. That's because you're a kitty guy now, Tim. Once you're a kitty guy, you're always a kitty guy. It's just it's like I I same thing on Twitter. I'm retweeting the kitty videos nonstop now. I just can't help myself. <laughs> How is that cat doing, by the way? He's fantastic. Oh, yeah, you're not around. He's gotta be huge. Oh, he's a monster. He's he looks like Godzilla. He's huge, dude. He's he's, he's doing him? really good. I FaceTime him every night. We talk every night. He's doing really well. <laughs> I'm hoping to get him down here possibly the end of February is what it looking like. So would it be the permanent move for him? Yes. Yes. When he when when the kitty makes it down, it'll be permanent for him. Wow, that's that's unbelievable. So yeah, that's just kind of my you know what I've been doing. I've been seeing a lot of movies. So I'm gonna I'm gonna dive into the lighthouse tonight, which is gonna be a bizarre movie. With Robert Pattinson, yeah, I heard uh, good things about it. I heard good. It, it's supposed to be really good, but I think it's I think it's a strange one. So we'll see how that goes. But uh, what about you, Tony? What What do you anything Anything else? Uh, my closing remarks are <clears throat> to the mini fans. Just know that I'm always watching. 
I'm always, I always got cheese back. So I mean, I can. So, gu- so you're not alone. I can guarantee you this, Anthony. I appreciate that, but I just want to let you know that there is not one single minute fan that's going to make it to the nine, the uh, thirty-nine minutes and thirty-three yeah. second mark. That's not a chance. Not a chance. Yeah, I thought we lost them right, right out of the gate, but <laughs> we'll, we'll see. <laughs> I agree. We'll see. We might get the clicks, which is great. I'll take the clicks, but um, oh, that's what you, that's what you play the game for, no? There's no way. I, I they were, they were bitching about my five-minute podcast. You know, calling me. A, <laughs> Calling me a were clout. they were they really calling you out for a fucking clout chasing? So first of all, I, I obviously I didn't invent the word clout. I was the one who started calling people clout chasers, and I feel comfortable saying this at this point of the podcast at the forty minute and five second mark because I know they're not going to say anything. Um, but they keep calling me out for this. They they don't get the joke that I've have I've had fifteen twitters in the last you know what dude, they got six no months. They've they had no idea, dude. I'm clowning them, and there's a very there's probably a handful of them who understand me and I think get what I'm doing. But the rest of them, dude, I told them I told them to donate to my Venmo for a charity foundation, the Nolan Madera's Charity <laughs> Foundation, dude. They were asking me to send them like my my tax forms because they were gonna. <laughs> And I told them, I told them I can't do that for legal situations. My lawyer advises against it. And they were having a heart attack. They were having a meltdown because I said, I can't show you my, my fake tax forms for my fake charity service. <laughs> Have you been involved still? Yeah, dude, I pop in like every other night on Discord or Twitter and I'll say like only one or two things and then I leave, dude, and just stir the pot. I listen. Nobody circles the wagon in the Minifan land like 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 Chi Boy, dude. There's some of them who think they're the sheriff, dude. There's some of them who think they're they're too good, so they don't respond. But the rest of them, dude, they eat it up, dude. Whether they're good or bad, they eat it right up. I'm still, dude. I'm I'm a living legend, dude. And like I said, I feel comfortable saying that because not one of them is gonna make it this far. Right. So. Yeah. I mean, it's we're at 40, 41 minutes, so yeah. Um, but do you know anything left for you? Enjoy that sunny sunny weather, man. Yeah, I'm going to enjoy it. It's supposed to be 85 and sunny this weekend. I'm going to really work on my tan this weekend. You got, I'm going to post – I haven't posted on Instagram in a decade. I'm going to be so tan this weekend. I'm going to – I think I'm going to start <laughs> – I'm starting – oh, actually, I do have an announcement. I do have an announcement. Um, I'd like to officially um, start my – I don't even know how to say this. I'd officially like to say that I have started training for the 2024 Boston Marathon. Wow. What? Yes. Really? Yes. You I... waited until 42 minutes in our first podcast to announce that? <laughs> I ran half a mile last night. I felt I felt so sick afterwards. My blood my blood sugar was so so low that I had to drive to the to the grocery store and get chocolate chip cookies cuz I was <laughs> so, I was so sick. <laughs> what has gotten into you? I've never Did thought you get I'd some do milk that. with that? Yeah, of course. Of course. I've, I've been, I'm, I'm back on the milk. I'm back on the milk. But yeah, I've actually, um, it's something I've always talked about with my family and joked around, but I've started training for the 2024 Boston Marathon and, and, and we're very excited. So please donate Venmo Nolan dash Medeiros. That's M-E-D-E-I-R-O-S Medeiros. Well, that's really exciting news, Noel. That is really exciting news. Yes, inspirational. I'm very excited. Um, one last thing before we, we sign off here. I know a lot of people don't know this. I know you're now a regular at a bar. I am. Tell me about this bar and tell me about what keeps you coming back. Well, <laughs> well, <laughs> um, I didn't mean to get you flustered. Boat campus. I'm actually a boat campus rewards member. I have my own card and everything. So I'd ask everybody <laughs> to go check it out. Um, and this part of the podcast is for, is for um, men's ears only. So if there's any woman here, I ask you to just shut it off and have a great night. We'll talk to you next week. Um, yep. Thanks, ladies. Thanks, ladies. Thanks for coming on. Um, <laughs> but there is this woman who is the who's the barkeep there, and let me tell you, <laughs> she's too good to be a barkeep. <laughs> she, 
that woman shouldn't be working for for my six dollars tips. <laughs> Just an unbelievable woman with an unbelievable personality. I sat in her section today again, and we had a wonderful conversation. She actually gave me a half a beer on the house because they had to change the uh, change the keg over. Change the keg. But this oh, yeah. this barkeep, if I could give her a, a a one out of seven chops, I give her a six point nine chops. She's unbelievable and unbelievable. Don't know her name yet. She knows. She asked me for my name today, so she knows mine, but I do not know hers. But an unbelievable... now here's my question to you: Is she good at her job? or is she just good looking just good looking absolutely not good at her job i she's she's average you know what i'm saying she's average she pulls she pulls the fake flirt in a little bit and she wears like this 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 zip up sweatshirt but she lets you know she lets her she she lets lets them hang out well i wasn't gonna go there anthony we're not massaging this thick around here yeah i mean hey a little little something left to the imagination you know what i mean but to say they would but to say they're in my mouth would be an understatement if you know it (laughs) (laughs) all right well gentlemen it was it was it was a lot of fun anthony thanks for coming on thanks for having me guys always a pleasure hey follow uh follow us on twitter um at uh um coach and the clam podcast featuring tony guard and jeff hockenberry we'll catch everybody next week All right. Thanks, guys.